Yer. I'm LJ. What's cracking, y'all? It's Stevie Nicks. And we're Nick fans. And, and welcome, welcome to, to Nicks Anonymous. Anonymous. Myself, and I think we see Willis coming out. Fast break to Walt Frazier. Frazier then slows it down. It's picked up by Jerry West at the top of the post. Three. Yeah. New York Knicks. Here's David Stern with the announcement. pick, select Patrick Ewing. To another episode of Nick's Anonymous. Welcome back to another episode, man. This is episode fifty-four. I think it's fifty-four. I'm I'm almost guaranteed it's fifty-four. I hope so. I'm welcome, not sure. Welcome back, Nick's Anonymous family. Shout out to you guys. We love you guys. Happy MLK Day, by the way. Wasn't a good MLK day for the Knicks, but you know, in general, happy MLK day. Yes, the day of diversity, uni- uh, unity. Uh, unity. Unity. There you go. Almost had it. Unity and love and respect. Well, at least I would hope so. These days, you never know. But you know, at least that's what's co- that's where we're coming from. That's a fact. At least here, at Knicks Anonymous, we bring all those things that we just listed. For those of you who don't know, if you would like to follow us, Stevie. Oh, where can they find us? Um, follow us on Instagram at Nick's Anonymous. You can find us on platforms such as Amazon Music, Pandora, Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Breaker, and if worse comes to worse, you can always Google us and we're the top search when you do. So I'm talking about Stevie and shout out to Venture Sports Network. We have been honored enough to have been... We have got a spot in the about me section where you can find it. I'm going to put a link. I don't know where I'm going to put it. I don't know if I'm going to post it. I'd say put it in the bio and then put it in the story as well. In the bio. Okay, so I'm going to put it in the bio and story. Venture Network. Um, We have a sideshow with them, past, present, and future. Yeah, Eight. shout out to those guys, man, to um Smitty and Trippy. It was fun working with you guys. That's a fact, man. That's a fact. Um... You could find the past, present, and future. Um, it is exclusively for YouTube. So you can find that in the sections that you just heard Stevie uh, say it is exclusively YouTube. So with that being said, let us get into a very good week of basketball. Oh, but first, we have something to talk about. We have to get the elephant out the room. That's a fact, man. Um, There was a trade. Yeah. There was a trade. Oh, boy. Cam. Killer Cam is in the building. I'm not going to lie. I, I confused Cam and Hunter. I'm going to be honest. I don't know how you did that. But okay. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. When I first heard we're going to get Cam Reddish, I I automatically saw Hunter's face. I got hype. I'm personally hyped. I liked Cam Reddish since he was in Duke. Basically, the Knicks have acquired Cam Reddish from the Atlanta Hawks this past Thursday 
for Kevin Knox. Oh, we also got Solomon Hill as well. Ah, uh, wait. Ah. Uh, for wait, Kevin Knox. Uh, yeah, Kevin Knox. Wait, wait, wait. We got to just take a time. We got to take at least five seconds. Five to ten seconds to, commem to commemorate Kevin Knox, man. Yo, thank you, Knox. You can always jack. I've been your biggest fan. No one can ever deny that. Um, Kudos to you, man. I, actually, I heard that he wanted out. Who, Cam Reddish? No, Kevin Knox. Oh, Kevin Knox wanted out? Yeah. I don't blame him. He... I, heard, I heard he wanted to spread his wings. Yeah, he, ha he, has, so... a, he has a better chance of getting minutes in Atlanta than he does here, so I don't blame him. Um, I just hope we didn't acquire Reddish to put him in the same situation Knox is in. That would be pointless. Yeah. That's why I was kind of confused when the trade happened. Because I'm like, we already have a small forward, but I guess, where, where would you say Cam Reddish is better than Knox at in certain? Would you say he's a better defender or a better offensive player? I'd say both. Both? Yeah. Okay. He's definitely a better player than Knox. You have to give him that. Okay, okay. Because I, I kind of figured, I kind of saw it as like, we're just giving up a, a small forward to for another small forward that we might not even play. I hope it doesn't lead to that. I logically don't think it will. For the time being, maybe, but I think down the road, Cam Reddish will eventually start. I mean, he, he he's close with RJ, and RJ is one of our main pieces, and I think him and RJ would flourish together again. They did good in Duke. Yeah, they, they sure they did. They were pretty good. And you got to remember, dude, like, he's a, at one point, Cam Reddish was a top three prospect, dude. It was, it was RJ. At one point, RJ was number one, and Zion took his spot. So at one point, Cam, RJ, and Zion were the top three prospects. So basically, we got two of the top three prospects from the same draft. So I personally think Cam Reddish's best days are ahead of him. And for God's sakes, people, stop linking this shit to Zion. Please. Yeah, yeah. I, I, nothing against Zion. Um, we all know he can play, but the way things are looking now... The Knicks dodged the bullet not winning that lottery. Unacceptable, man. Let me tell you. this. We need to stop it. Okay. And I, I'm not a Zion hater. I don't, it may sound like it, but they're, like, force-feeding him to be LeBron James. I don't know if I'm saying that properly. but like, No, I wouldn't even say that. They're force-feeding him to the Knicks. That's what it seems like to me. Yeah. Bro, he's in the 75th anniversary commercial. Oh, you yeah. mean in that aspect? Yes. Okay. and he hasn't played in over a year. But I can't lie. The, the, sample, the sample size he has shown, he, he is the truth. Dude, in, 70, can't in the 75th anniversary, bro. No, no, no. I, I understand that. <laughs> I, I, I'm not disagreeing with that. That's OD. I'm not disagreeing with that. You know, because if that's the case, then John Morant should be in that commercial over him. Yeah, if you want to be man. real. There's a, bro, there was a lot. There's way more greater power forward you could have put in that commercial than Zion Williamson. Can you agree to that? Of course. <laughs> yeah. Like, cause, was, was Giannis in the commercial? It was. Giannis was in the commercial? Yeah. Okay. So at least he was in it. But why Zion? He's, you know, like. Because uh, I guess they're promoting him as the future. I, I, that, that's the only guess I would take there. So Some weight, my guy. Yeah. And I hear that Um, what turns me off about Zion, honestly, and I hope it's not true. If it's not true, this is just speculation. So this is just me speculating. But I hear that. He's doing this, like, basically missing games, sitting out, and basically getting fat on purpose. Like, to get Are it. Are pulling the Ben Simmons? I guess, but the thing about it is, like. 
it's kind of whack it kind of shows you how person you are i personally think if, if this is true like i said this is just speculation so don't take this as fact we're not saying zion is doing it if this is true this is weirder than what ben simmons is doing to me because he's doing it to himself exactly like why would you purposely like you're injuring yourself pretty yeah much. why would you purposely like it's kind of insanity. Get, get fat. Nothing against big people. Not saying like fat people are like, you know. Like you're 300 plus jumping out the gym. Yeah, your exactly. Knees, your knees are going to die. Yeah, like, like you, you, you're eating yourself off the team. Like, Why would we want you at that point? That's you're out of shape. Bro, that's, that's not even that. That's crazy to me. Like think of the mental for yeah, you, to, for you like, to do that to yourself. Yeah, it's crazy. That's a little nuts, bro. You know what I mean? That's Bro, that's like, that's the reverse anorexic. You know, you know, anorexic is right. Yeah, Those people skinny, who, who right? don't eat, like super, super skinny. Yeah, the people who don't eat to lose weight. You know what I mean? Like he's doing that, just the reverse. Opposite. Yeah, that's crazy, man. That's unheard of. But then again, it's just speculations. Ex but, yeah, exactly. If it, if he's doing that again, Zion, shout out to Zion. We're not saying you're doing this. We're just going by what I've heard through the media. But by looking at his shape, I, and, you, and you know the media isn't reliable. So like I said, this is just a discussion. By looking at his shape and figure, it does look like he is getting himself a little out of whack he just has to go on a diet honestly he has to eat um he has to do what chris paul did to prolong his career chris paul went on that plant-based diet and shout out to all the plant-based dieters out there you know that is a very hard job you get the clap trust me i've tried it some of that food is disgusting it is but off, you know off topic some of that food is disgusting some of it is real good though some of it is real good i like impossible burgers personally <laughs> Shout out to Impossible Burgers. Sponsor us. That'd be sweet. I'd take an Impossible Burger sponsor. Sponsor us, please. Well, um, back to Zion. Yeah, um, I we dodged the bullet, bro. At least, uh, at, at least, least right, right now. now. Not saying that it can't get better. Can't get better for Zion. You know, he could lose that weight, turn that into muscle, come back, be the Zion we know and love. Um, because think about it. When we when we drafted the time when Zion was being drafted, we weren't all there yet. So who's to say he would have been doing the same thing to us, wanting to leave New York? Exactly. That's how I take it. Because what happens if he, if, if again, if this is true, y'all, we're going to keep throwing that out there so you don't think we're throwing this like, out there as a fact. If this is true, and hypothetically speaking, he did come to New York. Let's say it didn't work out and he wants to leave. What's he going to do? He's going to make eating. himself fat and then... And it's going to be easy in New York because the food here is banging. You can get food from all around the world you here. The, you got the chimney trucks. You got the hala foods. You got the, the, the greasy chicken spots. Dude, not only that, MSG is right down the block from Koreatown. You can get the Korean barbecue. Like, <laughs> that shit will fat. That shit will do it. Chinatown's not too far. That'll, yeah. definitely, that'll <laughs> definitely do it. You can go to Little Italy. Yeah, bro, like... So all those pastries. I think Zion's a risk, man. Like I hate to use <laughs> no disrespect to Zion yeah, you know what I mean? we did, or we... any big people out there. Yeah, bro, we did that just cut ass. <laughs> no, 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 no disrespect to anybody at all. We're, but you, we're think, just, you think we have to edit this episode? No, we're just, oh, we're just speaking. We're, we're speaking speak. hypothetically, y'all. Just again, I, I have to throw this out there because I can't lie. This conversation did kind of get kind of no, okay, crazy. Let's, let's, okay, let's speak the obvious. Let's be, Let's be real for a second. Let's speak the obvious. You gotta be in shape to play sports yes. at a professional level. Yes, we could all agree on that universally. Yes. Okay. So we are. You know, we're not. We're not saying to this to some random guy. This is a guy who's supposed to be in shape and supposed to be doing a certain amount of things for a certain amount of period. 
Yes. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm okay. here. So they no no. What do you want to clarify? Just you know no no hurt feelings. Yeah, we don't, we don't want the cancel culture <laughs> coming for us. We're not canceled. We're just speaking. We're just speaking facts here for a second. Like, you know who's to say you know that that attitude is 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 scary to have. Like that that's kind yeah. of explosive and toxic. It's risky to me. I mean, Zion's a risk at this point. But let's see what happens down the road. Who knows? Like I said, maybe he maybe he'll pick it up. Maybe not, things will get better. Not for nothing. New Orleans hasn't been doing too bad without him. They haven't been doing too good either. But yeah, yeah, they, they've been average. But still, I don't know, man. Zion, if you could lose weight and not be as toxic, I guess we would like to have you. I wouldn't say he's toxic. It's just it's... that's toxic behavior, bro. Well, to himself. <laughs> Like, you know? That's gotta be, be some form of toxicity in there. To himself, <laughs> like, he's do, like, if, if if what if what we're saying is happening, yes, it affects the organization because they're the ones who drafted him. But if this is what's happening again, if this is what's happening, if it's toxic on it's toxic on him, it's an opportunity because this is a business, bro. It's next man up. That's gotta be the worst type of, of tox- toxicity, though. To yourself, because it's, it's weird. Yeah, especially especially the way it's going. It's supposedly, supposedly quote unquote going. Supposedly going. This is weird, man. You know what? Let's move on from Zion, man. It's got kind of weird. Ben Simmons to the Knicks. Unfortunately, that dream is dead, bro. So you know what? There is one dream that's still alive. Yes, sir. Is it just me or? Yeah. Yes, sir. Is it just me or? Okay. Right into this. You ready? Is it just me, or should the Knicks make a move for Miles Turner right uh, now? Well, not right now, but like within the coming days or mean, weeks. You mean before the trade deadline? Before the trade deadline, yes. Um, I don't think we have to necessarily. Like, it's not like if we don't get Miles Turner, not Turner, Turner, it's gloom, doom, and the season is over. But he would help. He- and what would you give up for said Miles Turner? Uh, I guess at this point, unfortunately, I would throw Obi in a trade. Kind of hurts to say it, but the fact he's not getting consistent minutes kind of shows that we're leaning more towards Julius. And Obi's not a guy that deserves to be on the bench. He deserves to shine somewhere, you know. Even if it's even even if he is coming off the bench, but he should be getting minutes, and he's not getting it consistently here. So I guess Obi would be in that package. Um, I would assume Noel for contract purposes because you do got to match contracts. And like a pick or two, right? Yeah, something like that. Maybe another player. That's not a bad deal. And like for those who are like saying Miles Turner, like you know who are like going crazy right now. Let me let's let's explain. Oh why. no, let's, let's talk about that. Go ahead, I'll, I'll let you talk about that. Okay, wait, no, no, we're not, we're gonna get to that later. But first, let me just give you a general. Let me give the folks the generalization as to why we think Miles Turner would be such a great fit for the Knicks. All right, go ahead, tell them. So okay, currently right now, Mitch Robinson is on a fucking monstrous outbreak right now. I can't even lie to you. He literally just hit a dribble move today against the Hornets. He hit a dribble move, Stevie. Oh, yeah. That, that shit was amazing. I mean, it was ugly, but it, it was, was amazing. Super, it was super <laughs> ugly. But the fact that he put the ball on the ground from the three-point line to go all the way to the basket and dunk it home was amazing. Yeah, credit where credit is due. But here's the problem. This is all happening now. It wasn't happening before. So now there's a lot of factors that could go into this. Either he was just tired, wasn't developed. You know, he apparently had COVID. Um, or did he? He did have COVID, right? Uh, 
I believe so. Yes, he was in the safety protocols at one point. And then he just came back from a broken foot or a fractured foot. But that was last year. But yeah. yeah. So he just came off all these injuries. So you can easily say that this is this has always been mentioned. He's just developing into who he is, which is cool. Which is why we're gonna keep him <laughs> heavy on the keep. Eddie, this is for you. Heavy on the keep. Oh, for those that don't know, um, Eddie is my brother. The other day. Basically, yesterday, it was yesterday, right? Wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. No, it was like two days ago, I think. Two days ago. Um, On Friday, him and LJ had a debate about why Miles Turner should come to the Knicks and why he shouldn't. We're on board with bringing Miles Turner to the Knicks. Um, My brother Eddie's point was he feels Miles Turner would interrupt the chemistry and the development of certain players um mainly mitchell robinson he feels that mitch earns his starting spot and that bringing miles turner in and putting mitch to the bench could potentially cause some friction possibly on the down low and which is very these are all reasonable valid points these are all valid points but here here's the positive side to things if if things were to happen to work right let's think positive here right that's the problem with your brother, man. He always he's thinking the negative of everything. He just got to think of the positive, man. Listen, okay, look it. Here's the positive. If we get Miles Turner, we now have two type of big men that are dominant in their own right. Right? Mitch can be dominant on the inside, and Miles Turner could bring more of the outside. Uh-huh. So, now you just bring, instead of, you know, because Mitch and Turner can share minutes. You know, there's there's te- they have teams for this. There's ways that they can make minutes work for each player. And not only not to cut you off, and not only that, Mitch has a history of um coming off the bench. It's not like he never came off the bench before, and he actually thrives off the bench. And he actually came off the bench for Nerlens Noel. So now take out Noel and then put Turner into the mix. How much more of a pro- how much more productive Turner will be than Noel? And then having someone like Mitch to come right off the bench to back him up. And Mitch Mitch is dominating against starting starting centers. When you're coming off the bench, you're pretty much going against the second string center. The second, you know, the, the next guy up pretty much. Basically. So now you have Mitch a starter going against the next guy up. He's going to dominate. And then he comes out for someone like Miles Turner who has a diverse game. Not only does he have an inside game, but he also has an outside game. So now you have more threats within that starting five. And the good thing about putting Miles Turner in the starting five is that he opens up the floor for the four other guys on the floor very valid points so obviously you're gonna have the cons with the pros and the pros with the cons right so now we just gotta let's let's real quick let's weigh out the pros and the cons right for for both mitch and um miles no just just bringing miles to the knicks okay so so the con would be i guess let's say let's say team chemistry right that would be an obvious con because he's new I wouldn't say that's an obvious con, but since that was the argument put forth, fool, cool, we'll bring that in. Okay, so one con is that... that no, no, we'll go with that, we'll go with that. Yeah, okay, Um, another one I guess would say... Rebounding. Oh, yes, Miles Turner's not a good rebounder. The only average, I won't lie, I'll give Eddie that, Eddie's right about that. For a dude his size, seven rebounds is, is okay, but you should be giving me at least nine, bro. So I'll give Eddie that one. But this is why, okay, so... We're not going to get there yet. Cons. Okay, so we have rebounding and chemistry. Anything else? Um, As far as cons go, I would say that's about it. I would say uh, perimeter defense. 
Yeah, because Mitch um closes in faster than Miles does. And so okay, and Miles can't switch like that. He's got to stay on centers. He uh, he's shaky. He's he's not you know not as good as okay. I'll give so, you that. So now, as far as be as far as compared to Mitch, okay, yeah. So we have we have perimeter defense, rebounding, and chemistry. So right, those are three major cons. Look at the pros. First pro, he leads the league in blocks. That's great. That's great. And he's pretty good at it too. He's real. He's a real good shot blocker, dude. Like he seems to always. He's gonna. Intimidate he's one of those guys. He's always there. Yes, he's gonna intimidate you. Even if he doesn't get the block, you got to shoot over him. That's not he, easy. That's not easy. That's a lot. It's hard work, man. Um, pro number two, he can shoot. Would you say efficiently? What's his What's his thing? Thirty five percent. Uh, thirty three. But for a center, that's not too bad compared to what we have. Yes. So what that thirty three percent does is it makes it. You gotta respect his shot. You gotta you gotta close him out. If you don't close him out, he's gonna shoot it, and very likely he will make it because it could be thirty three percent. But is he a high volume shooter? Uh, not consistently. No. No. Some some games he'll shoot more than others. So I could I would much rather him shoot like four threes and go like thirty seven percent, thirty eight percent. Like you know what so, I mean. So like, so every other game he's two or four. Yes. So every other, like, I mean, not, not even that. Let's say, like, one game he's 2 or 4. The next game he's 1 or 4. Yes, because Miles Turner you know could, I mean? He'll have those on fire games where he's 3 or 4. Yeah, yeah, I feel That's you. what I'm saying. Like, he can, he can, he can do those. If you, if you limit his shots, he'll make, he'll, make the right, he'll make the right shot count. You feel me? Like, if you limit his shots, he'll make the right shot. And he'll, he'll be able to make it because, you know, he's a shooter. He's a stretch 5. So that's a pro, right? Um... Another pro, it opens up the floor not only for himself, but for everybody else on the team. Uh, it helps RJ. Because we have a lot of guys that are dominantly dominant going to the basket. Like, yeah, RJ's a good shooter, but I would say he's more dominant going to the basket due to his size and strength. Same with Randall. I think we could all agree to that for Randall. Okay. So, not only would it help them, uh, what else? Uh, the, our pick and roll game would be phenomenal. Yeah, you're gonna have to respect. You're gonna have to respect our center. You can shoot. Our pick and roll is gonna be phenomenal. It's gonna be a lot for quickly. Quickly's gonna have a lot of good floaters, a lot of open looks. Um, and Turner could roll to the three point line. To the he could roll to the basket three point line or the free throw line extended. That's a big threat. So we just listed all those pros, and there's probably more. But we're probably not gonna just just bore you with all that. I mean, overall, like um, like Schmitty said, I think it was the last episode of um Past, Present, and Future, which you can find on YouTube. Um. As much as we love Mitch, and as good as Mitch is, Miles potentially brings more to the table. And guess what? We still have Mitch. Yeah, we wouldn't we be we, we wouldn't be trading Mitch. We still have Mitch. We wouldn't be trading Mitch. Um, like I said, the potential trade I said would be Obi. Who else did I say? Uh, Noel and Obi, like two Noel, picks. and like a pick or two. Yeah, and maybe we would have to potentially probably throw in Burks. I hope not, but. Never, like, I guess we, to match the salaries, uh, salaries, you might. What happened to the Brogdon talks? I think that's not happening. You don't think so? Nah, not for us. Because we already got like Cam Reddish, so that pretty much seals that deal, right? For the for the, because that's that's the front court though. Nah, Brogdon's a point guard. That's a backcourt. Yeah. So, so would you say our backcourt is set, locked in stone? Uh. Right now we're kind of working on the front court. I don't know. The trade deadline's not here yet, so I guess we'll find out then. So real quick, who would you feel like who would be removed from the backcourt? Most likely Burks. Burks. And it's not because I want him to leave. 
but because I would say I would I want it to be Fournier. I'm sure most Knicks fans would. No disrespect <laughs> to Fournier, but um, Burks has raised his value, and I can't lie, Fournier's been playing pretty decent lately, so he's probably raising his value too. But Burks in a package would be more attractive right now than Fournier would in a package. And it would be more likely to bring in so something like, that would help us. Like more bang for a buck, pretty much. Um, d- Depending on who we trade for. You know, it could work out. No, I don't think it'll... Not to say Burks wouldn't be a big loss, but he's one of those dudes that come playoff time, you're going to want him in the fourth quarter. That's why I'm iffy about trading him. But if we do trade somebody, it just might be him. Because he, he, the way he's playing this year, he's showing he's not just a scorer. Like He makes a, he makes a difference even when he doesn't score. That's a fact. So you, honestly, Nick's not his family. You let me know. Is it just me, man? You you let me know in the comments. What Miles Turner? Miles Turner sucks. Miles Turner is the greatest. You let me know, man. You let us know in the comments. I can't lie though. Miles Turner's inconsistency kind of bothers me too. Because when y'all were having that debate, remember Eddie said you see some um, stat line for the other game. And then look, he only had like seven points and like four rebounds. That's very true. But he averages thirteen. Yeah, but the thing is, Mitch has had those games in the past, too. He has, as and good as... And he averages eight. So, you know, <laughs> I guess this is... See, right now, right now it's, 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 easy, it's easy to get high right now because Mitch is doing above average. He's doing above average. You know, it's not normal to be above average. So, now it's kind of seeing, like, does, does he make this his normal or is he going to come back to eight points a game? I hope not. You know what I mean? Cause like right now, cause that's that's what's happening right now. He's peaking, he's peaking right now. So now does he make this his new normal, or does he just go crash right back down to eight points a game, two rebounds, and well, he doesn't average two rebounds. I, know, I'm, I'm, I was blown with that, <laughs> like you know, but like eight points. You know, I feel like we need a dominant big on the offensive board, on the offensive side of things, not necessarily just defense. It opens up a lot more space and arsenal to us. It just helps. It, it does. It just helps. It does. There's well, nothing to it. Well, I guess this will be something us and I assume other podcasts and even mainstream sports media will be discussing until trade deadline. So. And Leon Rose as well. You better be making some moves. I hope so. Even if it's a minor one. At least one that'll help. Because we still have Solomon Hill. I think he's going to be eventually added to a trade. Because he's not even he, he's not even healthy. Oh, he's not. Yeah. Okay. Neither was Cam. Yeah, but not as but, but Solomon Hill is not as healthy as unhealthy as Solomon Hill. We're gonna at least get Cam back within like a week. You think we'll get him by next game? I'm not sure, honestly. I have to look that up. I haven't heard. I don't think it's a bad injury, but I haven't heard anything about it personally. Alright, so you let me know, Nick's anonymous family. You let me know if I'm bugging out. If it's just me or nah, it's just not you or. And because of this little discussion, we have the miles turner challenge that we're doing until what game was it i'm sorry the okay ten, the 10th game he has 10 he has 10 games okay hold on let me get it okay so let me give y'all some background to this earlier in the show we talked about my cousin lj who's standing right here and my brother eddie had a debate about whether we should get miles turner or not and the end of that debate brought forth the Miles Turner challenge. And what that is is And it was a mind you, it was a very long debate. How long did we debate about that for? For a good forty five minutes if I had to guess. <laughs> like it was it was a solid hour, I think. Maybe. But we're gonna basically compare Mitch's and Miles Turner's stats 
between now and the Laker game on February 5th. And thus far, Mitch is winning. There's a little fork in the road. Miles Turner is currently... He's injured, right? Yeah, he didn't play. He didn't play today, so... So do we count these games? Yeah. I guess we count them for Mitch. I yeah. guess we'll give Turner... Turner still has 10 days. So, like yeah, we we're gonna have we're gonna have to go by average. We basically. won't count these days for Turner. Yeah, basically, so we're gonna have to go by average. So we'll get back to that come and not for nothing, the Laker game, I guess. It, it's kinda ironic that because what's happening right now doesn't really help my argument about getting Turner, because right now he's actually currently on a slump and Mitch is on a rise. <laughs> so it kind of makes my argument a little bit like Well, let's see. We still have some time. We have we have till February 5th. I'm thinking long run here because average means a lot. Average is average at the end of the day. You know what I mean? So. No, understood. I'm with you. I'm with you. I am here. Just saying, man. So it's not just me, right? You know. No, not at all. I, I'm sure some. And I shouldn't say some we, people agree with you. I sh- I wouldn't say that because I it was is it just me or do we need Miles Turner? I'd say we wouldn't necessarily need him, like you said. Yeah, it's not, it's not a no end all. Yeah, but it, I, I, it'd be cool to have him. At least I think so. I I think so as well. Yeah, you know, now that we got that out the way, I guess let's close the show by getting into these games. Um, despite today's loss to the Charlotte Hornets, ninety-seven eighty-seven, final score, and unfortunately that doesn't show how bad that game was. But we'll get to that in a minute. Um, despite that, we had a three in one week. And that was our best case scenario last week, remember? Yeah. Yeah, definitely best case scenario. And we ended up winning a game I thought we were gonna lose against the San Antonio Spurs. We we killed them, to we say did. the least. One eleven one eleven to ninety six. Yeah. Uh killed them. We we destroyed them. We outplayed them in every way. We outshot them, we out rebounded them. We the ball movement was insane in this particularly in that game and the Mavericks game. Uh It was awesome. It was a great game, man. RJ Barrett killed that game. Um what stuck out in that game to me though was Randall. Because even though he only had two points, he did a lot of things. And he got he, he kinda got roasted for that a little bit. Not really. Those who watch the game know he did other things, and the fact that him only scoring two points that game was a good thing because he deferred to R.J. Barrett, he deferred to Burks, he deferred to Quickly. Dude, because think about it. He what was, about... He only had two points. It was a plus 16. So that means he was doing good things. That's a fact. And how about our boy Mitchell, Thir- Block Party, Robinson? 13, 11, 11 boards, a steal, and four blocks. Pretty great game. Pretty great game, that game for Mitch. R.J. Barrett, timeout. 30, 31 points, 3 rebounds, 4 assists, and a steal. And he shot 3 of 4 from 3. But look how many shots he took. He took 20 shots. That's pretty efficient ball, if you ask me. He took 20 shots. That's good. That's amazing, That's bro. very efficient basketball, bro. I love it. And for you to almost hit half, God bless, man. Yeah, and again... Despite Randall only scoring two shots, I mean two shots, two points, we still had five guys in double figures. So again, we got to stop doubting Randall, y'all. When he doesn't score baskets, that's a fact. He does other things. You have to watch the game. 
Don't just go by the stat sheet. That's a fact. I agree with you. I 100% agree with you. Um, this game was just good all around. Yeah, man. I guess we could move to the Mavs. Like I said, Knicks... the one thing I guess I don't. Go ahead. Like... All right, you know, before we move to the Mavs, go ahead. Yeah, the one thing I guess I don't like is probably like the the bench. They did, they you know. Actually, you know what? I lied. I lied. Bench did pretty well from what I'm seeing on the stat sheet. I lied. I looked at the wrong. Even thing. though I even though I just said don't go by the stat sheet. <laughs> <laughs> I lied. I looked at the wrong thing. All right, so yeah, let's go to the next one. All right, again, Knicks win. Uh, sorry about that. I just lost it. Knicks won this game 111-96 over the Spurs, which brings us to the Mavericks, Mike's team. <laughs> wait, do I have do I have a, a sound for him? Yeah, you do. The one that he kicks the crap out of him. Oh yeah, where, wait. That one. There you go. Fitting. Knicks 108, <laughs> Mavericks 85. Love it. I love it when we beat these guys. The, because... Shout out to Mike TV. Yeah, bro. Follow him on Instagram at Mike TV and his recent picture just put Mavericks suck. He does photography too, y'all. So if y'all want to get your pictures taken or your videos done, he'll hook you up. But remember, the Mavericks suck first. That comes first. Then you can do whatever after. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> whatever. However you want to do it. Uh, what can I say? Another game where the ball movement was great. Yo, bro. The, let me just. Let me just. I, I just want to spit this out real quick. Bro. Shoot. The best thing that happened in this game to me, the highlight of this was the way Grimes was playing defense on Luca. Yeah, I won't say that's the highlight of the game, but that was pretty good. The for, way he was able to... Especially for a rookie. Pretty good, Grimes. Pretty good stuff, Grimes. I see you. This is why we drafted you, bro. His energy is, is out of his, out of control. Give that man more minutes. Yo, someone called... Someone was like... Someone said it's getting grimy. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I like that. I, I mean, that, that's an easy one. I kind of saw that coming eventually. I didn't, I didn't even know why I never thought about that one. Oh, another one for Mitch, bro. 19, 19 points, 10 boards, a steal, and two blocks. I, I'm loving the way he's anchoring this defense lately, man. Like you said, um, the way he's playing lately might kind of kill your argument going down the road. <laughs> with yeah, the, whole, yeah. the whole Miles Turner thing. Yeah. If he, keeps it, if he keeps this up. You know what I mean? I assume he could. Um, Barrett had another 30-point game, 32 points, 7 boards, 2 assists. Uh, Mitch had a better offensive game. He had 17 points this time around, 12 boards, almost a triple-double with 8 assists. He just seems to have a knack for the ball lately. Yeah, man. Him and, um, him and RJ seem to be gelling more now. He wants that. He wants that extension, bro. That's what it is. RJ or Mitch? Oh, Mitch. Oh, and he doesn't want to get traded. Mitch is playing playing for his life right now. He loves New York, bro. He really loves New York. Um, but pretty good game against the Mavs, man. Like we dominated. What can I say, bro? We dominated. Another game, another game we outshot them. You mean the Dallas Knicks? Uh the Mavericks, as Smitty calls them. <laughs> he called them the Mavericks. <laughs> Dude, I can't believe our perimeter defense held them to eight of thirty seven from three. Impressive guys. Very impressive. Need to keep that up. We killed them on the boards, 54-39, especially on the offensive end. We had 11 offensive boards. Again, ball movement, 24 assists. I want 30. Guys, you don't have to give me 30 assists every game, but as a team, come on, Knicks. Let's make 30 a goal. Yeah, you know who else struggles with that too? Um, Boston. What do you mean? Like with assists. Like they have, they have like a, a power struggle. But that's because they have two... <sighs> I guess alpha dogs in 
Jason Tatum and what's the other one's name? Uh, Jalen Brown. Brown. So that's going to be an issue there. Not a, it's the, I'm not going to say it's always going to be an issue, but at times that's going to be an issue. Um, we killed them points in the paint, 50 to 38, so <laughs> the match couldn't stop us. And I predicted that too. When I saw Porzingis and Cauley Stein were out, I predicted we would kill them in the paint. Yo, Mike. I saw that coming. Yo, Mike, fifth in the West for what? <laughs> I have no idea what that means. Fifth in this. the West for what? Oh, oh, my fault. What? I didn't understand you at first. Fifth in the West for what? For what? Just to lose to the Knicks. Yep. It is <laughs> what it is, bro. Uh, and our free throws are good this game. We've been shooting, like, our free throws have been in. Eh. Yeah, bro, we got to cut that. We got to cut down those free throw misses, man, because come postseason, that's going to hurt. I mean, if we even make it, because we're the 10th seed at the moment. So at the moment, we're the play-in, and I don't like that. We, we've had that discussion. Well, shout out to this win. This was a very satisfying win for us, personally. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I, 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 I'm gonna, I slept well that night. I don't know about you. I woke up early for work. I had my morning tea. I cut down on coffee. Yeah, I'm starting to drink tea now. I still drink coffee. Don't get it twisted, but I'm cutting down and making tea a thing. Yeah, I never really like coffee. I'm more of a tea guy. Green tea in the morning. Very good. Sometimes coffee's not bad, bro. You just got to make it right. I didn't like coffee at first either, but make it your way. You got to make it right. All right, I got to finesse it. All right, I got to learn how to finesse it. Yeah. Um. Again, Knicks 108, Mavericks 85. Off topic, but comment your favorite coffee in the comments. Any coffee drinkers out there. If any. Uh, I guess we're moving on to your favorite game, the Hawks. Ah, Trey Young. How many points did he have that game? Trey Young. Oh, wow. He actually had a good game. I'm surprised. Wow. we wouldn't. You know what's crazy? I'm looking at the Hawks stats. And the only one who didn't. Shoot well was well actually only two who didn't shoot well were Huter and Hunter, so I guess that made the difference. And they didn't have Capella. That too. But fuck that. <laughs> we won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm no, no, I'm just, I'm just going my, I'm just trying to analyze things. You know, I'm, I'm hyped. We won too. Don't get it twisted. Hell yeah. But buddy. um. When you look at the stats, it our looks, stats was yeah, but look at our stats. Ready for this? Bro. 14, 17, 24, 26, 18. What the hell is that? That is our stats. What is our stats? Like, what does that mean? Those are our points. Those are the points. Mitch Roberts had 14. Alec Burks had 17. Randall had 24. Barrett had 26. Fournier had 18. You know, you could have just said we had five players in double figures. <laughs> <laughs> I can dig it though. I like your excitement. You wanted to name them individually. Yes. Cool. I can dig it. But um, I'm looking at the team stats, bro. Like, I can see why. Well, I won't say it was a close score because we did beat them by nine, one seventeen, one oh eight. But this was a pretty competitive game. Trey Young still gave us problems in that high pick and roll, regardless. Bro, he's Trey Young. He's gonna give anybody problems, even on, even on a bad day. It is what it is. But Grimes did pretty well. Of course, there he goes again. Grimes did pretty well, not for nothing. Do you have a steal? Grimey. Do you have a steal? Grimey. That's a song. We're gonna have to get that on the soundboard for Grimes. Is it really a song? Yes. Okay, so he's he he he, he the youth, y'all. He don't know, but that's okay. okay give me the, yeah. We're here to we're here to learn. <laughs> that's okay, and you're, you're gonna like it too when we put it on the soundboard. Oh, my boy Grimes, he, he, he was too... No, it, Grimes is super efficient, bro. Let me tell you. That's why I like him. I can't lie. He doesn't take bad shots. Like, really efficient. Every once in a while, he'll rush a shot, but it won't be a bad shot. Like, he had 16 minutes, and he went 3 for 3 from the field and 2 for 2 from 3. 
I'll take it. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't a lot of shots, but you hit every shot you took. You know, we gotta give and we gotta give Fournier his flowers too, bro. He's pretty efficient. Oh, it's a Fournier sighting. We need yeah. like, we need UFO sound on this. Four of eight from three. I'll take it. Seven of thirteen from the field. Plus nine. Go ahead. I see you, Fournier. I see you. But of course, Randall and Barrett were the stars of the show. Combined fifty points. Twenty six for Barrett. Twenty four for Randall. Oh. Um, so, okay. So what do you see? As so, far as what? So do you, do you, do you see this as a breakthrough or is this just a luck, the luck of the draw? A breakthrough as far as in terms as... of like R.J. Barrett, like in their playing, because it's they're, they're they're clearly improving in these three games right here. Barrett had two thirty point games and a twenty four point game, correct? Uh huh. Or a twenty six point game, correct? Consistently, right? Three games back to back to back, right? Okay. So would you say? I mean, because you know. We're gonna we're gonna get to the Hornets game in a second. He actually but, didn't have a bad game in the Hornets game. He just he had a low he just had a low scoring point with eighteen. But we'll get to that in a second since you mentioned it. Yeah. Okay. So boom, eighteen. I mean, I won't say it's a what was it you said? A, like, a, like a blooming, like a, a turning point. Yeah. Like. Uh Is he breaking through that threshold? I currently? Get, I guess we'll find out down the road because right now is just a good stretch. This is like a good what seven eight game stretch. When it gets to like 20, 25 games, then you know. That's how I see it. That's how about how about Mitchell Robinson? Him too. Same thing. Cause remember, Mitch, he'll have those, he'll have a consecutive stretch of games, and then something will happen, like he'll get hurt. Or he'll have like a low scoring, low rebound game. So just give us some more time before we jump that gun. That's a fact. And don't get it twisted, folks. Um this is players' lives on the line right now with these deadlines. Like, this will change a player. <laughs> like, shit like this. At times like this. Like, you'll really see who a player is because, like, right now, I wouldn't say Mitch is back against the wall, but, you know, this is it for him. Like, this is this year is whether we sign him or Miles Turner. <laughs> oh, and real fast, um, before we move to the Hornets game, you know, since we played the Mavericks, um... The day of the game and the day after, we heard Jalen Brunson's name in the rumors a lot. Just to bring that up. I mean, we don't have to get too deep into it. You know, we give it like maybe two, three minutes if you want. But what do you think about that? Um, I think he's a pretty solid point guard. I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't know who Jalen Brunson is till today. Or the, not today, but really? the Mavericks game. Oh. Yeah. Really? Dude. I, I'm not even going to lie. Yeah. Oh, wow. Dude, look him up in Duke. Since you don't know, like. But, if, if you have time today or tomorrow, look up his... Not Duke, I'm sorry. Jalen Brunson was Villanova. My mistake, y'all. My mistake. Look up his highlights in Villanova. He was pretty good. He's a very good point guard. So, but my thing is, right... Because who's our starting point guard right now? Burks, right? Uh, Yep. Burks? At the moment. So, okay, if we get Brunson, that means we move Burks back to the bench, correct? I would assume so. So where would that fit? Well, that all depends on if who we, we keep, right? Who we keep or who we trade him for. So, who would you trade Jalen Brunson for? Um, I would assume Kemba because if he if we trade for him, I assume he would take the starting role. He's twenty. I think Jalen Brunson is twenty five, twenty five years old. So he fits the our mantra of wanting to rebuild with a young core. Um, this game is super smooth, bro. Like, yeah, watching I, him play, he was. What's good about Brunson? Because if you look at his numbers, they don't really jump out. 
He hit Burks with something on the on the baseline. He hit him with like an in and out step back. No, he, yeah, Burks is nice. And Burks hit the floor. I was like, ooh. Like his numbers don't jump out. He's averaging sixteen points, um, five assists, three boards. That's not bad. It's pretty That's good. Pretty good. Pretty good for a starting point guard. Here's what jumps out to me: the fifty percent shooting. He's efficient. That's what I like about Jalen Brunson. Yes. Jalen Brunson is efficient. What's his three point? Uh, his three point. Give me one second. Let me find that. 38 at least. 37. 38. 34. That's oh. not too bad for a point guard. That's pretty good. While shooting 50%. I'll take that. Yeah, um, he's, he's going to be he's gonna be create. He's more of a creator anyway. Yeah. More of like a penetrating. So, yeah, that works. That works. Um... I personally would not trade for him, at least not right now, because he's going to be a free agent this year anyway. Oh, I didn't even know that. So, boom. So, bing bong. But the thing about it is, from what I hear, should we go for him in the offseason? Remember, we're kind of low on cap because of the signings we made, but we still have flexible pieces to move. We would probably sign and trade for him should that happen. But I guess we'll cross that bridge when we get there. And, let's and or if we get there. If ever, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, the connections are there. His father, Rick Brunson, was a Nick. Um, Tom Thibodeau's real close with Rick Brunson. And I heard Leon has some connection with them, too. Leon, um, Rick Brunson was Leon Rose's very first client. Ooh. So the connections are there. I think Rick Brunson is a real possibility. Um, I'd be shocked if we trade for him on the deadline. I'd be shocked. But I think he's a possibility for the offseason. Um, I can work. Just to get that out the way. I can work. And I guess to close the show, let's move to this MLK matinee that One. we played with the hard, with the Hornets. And you actually mentioned something pretty funny, bro. Like you said, there's something about MLK Day, as positive as it, as positive of a day it is. It's it's always negative for the Knicks. No, no, no. I I, I did not say that. I said something along the lines of that. I think you misquoted me. Yeah. I said um. As positive as MLK Day is, it's usually not good for the Knicks. And what I mean by that is, I'm not saying we never win on MLK Day because the Knicks have had great moments on MLK Day, mainly Patrick Ewing. You have a lot of Patrick Ewing moments on MLK Day. Look those up. Um, But when we lose on MLK Day, we lose big. It, it's never like, you know what I mean? It's never like, a hard fought it's either a buzzer beater or a blowout it's never a hard fought loss it's nowhere at least to my knowledge see i was so into it i dropped my phone dropped your phone but yeah man it, it doesn't get bigger than miles bridge dropping 20 something in the first quarter well i think he dropped 26 in the first mind. quarter yeah that that guy's as a matter of fact remember when we were talking on the last episode of past president future which i could find on youtube and you had met mentioned somebody gambling on themselves and i was gonna and I, and I was gonna bring up somebody from charlotte and y'all said no he's talking about so-and-so i was bring i was talking about miles bridges okay i was gonna talk about miles bridges okay because he gambled on himself he was supposed to sign an extension this year uh, last summer last offseason he was supposed to sign an extension he chose not to because he wanted to play himself to a higher extension Judging by his performance today, I, looks he like... is getting that bag in the offseason, whether it be from Charlotte or somebody else. He is getting that bag. He was killing today, and he's improved on his three. Watch out for Miles Bridges, y'all. Give him like a year or two. And you know who he drafted instead? Your boy, Kevin Knox. Nope. Yep. Frank. 
It was Kevin Knox. It was Knox? It was Knox. Frank was the um, Donovan Mitchell draft. Ooh. Nice. I wanted I wanted Miles Bridges or Mikel Bridges, and we picked Knox. I'm just gonna throw that out there. Knox, I still believe in you, bro. I did too, you know, but it is what it is. But final score to the game: Hornets 97, Knicks 87. I was more mad at the fact we lost to a Lamelo Ballless Hornets. Could have been. It would have been worse if he was here. Yeah, I think so too. I think um, because the Lamelo office, Lamelo. I was gonna say the Lamelo office. The mellow ball is box office, and he would have put on a show today. He would have made he would have made Miles Bridge Miles Bridges job fifty way easier. He would have made his job way easier. Miles Bridges had 38, 12 boards, five assists, a steal, and a block. Pretty good all around. And game. yo, bro, our 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 hustle like the today's game like you would never have thought we just came off a three game winning streak. Who was the announcer that kept saying too much space? Too much space. Because that was the problem. Our perimeter defense kept giving them too much space to shoot. It wasn't I, It wasn't Clyde. It was the other one. It was, was Mike Breen I calling? Was, I think it was Breen, yeah. It was Mike Breen saying it. Too much space. I mean, you would have not You would have not have guessed that today's team was the team from three games ago. Yeah, it looked like, aside from R.J. Barrett, it looked like a whole different team. Um, By the way, his stat line. Uh, 18 points, 12 boards, five assists, two steals. So we gave a we gave too many opportunities. We kind of shot ourselves in the foot. There was a lot of times where we would get the rebound under their basket, and like it would go out of bounds. Not only that, we would get we would miss a lot of um close shots in the paint. We missed 10 paint shots in the first half, 19 total in the whole game, I believe. Yeah, bro, I'm gonna be honest. That's crazy. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna be honest with you and the entire Knicks Anonymous family. Ready for this one? I'm watching the third quarter. Let me see. Let me see the score for the third quarter. I'll tell you right now. Third quarter was... 24-23. It was close, but we were, we were down by I don't know how much. We was down by a lot. Yo, they was getting... They just kept hitting threes, and the Knicks just couldn't get anything. And I swear to you, bro. I swear to you, I thought it was the fourth quarter. You just wanted it to end, that's why. Yo, that's what it was. I turned it off. I turned it off thinking it was... Because it was seven minutes left. I turned it off. And I got a notification on my phone that said third quarter ended. I was like, that was the... I was like, yo, there's more? <laughs> this happened to you another game. Remember you thought like the, you got the notification from the Dallas Cowboys game that one week? It was, I forgot what game it was. It was an afternoon game. You said it on another episode. Go back two, three episodes. I guarantee you, you said this. A cow- Cowboys game? Um, who did they play? I don't even know. It was, an af- it was a Sunday afternoon game. I'm going back to the schedule right now to look. The Raptors game. It was January 2nd. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it was. Yeah, that game was bad, too. It was that game. Yeah. It was that It felt long. Yeah, man. It was Pause. Like- <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. I can't lie. <laughs> but, yeah, bro, honestly, yeah, today's game was just not fun to watch. There's a lack of energy. That's what it looked like to me. You know, like again, aside from RJ and quickly in the end, he quickly yo like, des- despite how much we were behind, quickly was trying real hard to bring us back, knowing we weren't coming back. Yeah. And I respect that. I personally respect that. You know you're not gonna win, but you're gonna try anyway. I can respect that. I can respect that as well. But let me tell you, in the beginning of the game, it didn't even look like they wanted to play. 
I know. You think bro, it, you like, think it was tired? Fuck that, bro. Yeah, nah, that's you. You're a pro ball player, bro. Like you gotta be ready, man. You gotta be ready. So you're telling me you're not gonna be ready for the Timberwolves, who we play tomorrow? You know, you know what I mean. Like seven game series, you play every other day. You know what I mean for a whole week. Yeah, but the Timberwolves might be a problem, bro. I can't lie. I can't lie, bro. And everybody's healthy now. Woo. Anthony Edwards. We're gonna get Anthony Edwards this time. D'Lo Towns. It's a good test, bro. Yeah, I agree. We gotta put ourselves to the test. I agree, and we have almost the same record. They're twenty-one and twenty-two, and we're twenty-two and twenty-two. So they're, yeah, it's gonna be a goodie. We gotta win, man. We gotta step up to the. We gotta, we gotta start stepping up the challenges. Face value, key chest to chest. To me, key matchup: Mitch versus Carl Anthony Towns. That's gonna be a that's great. gonna be that's gonna be a goodie. Great matchup. And now that he's starting to put the ball, I don't know. I don't know if he's doing this more frequently. That was I, just the one top deal, bro. You think so? It, it, it was like the three pointers. It was a tease. Though uh, so I already knew what you're going to say. But don't, it, don't it, go. Don't even go there. <laughs> don't even go there. But it, it succeeded though. Like, that he, was a one top deal, has, bro. He did has pulled it off though. Like even Plumlee was shocked. Like you said, <laughs> he was like, "What the hell just happened?" <laughs> you saw how high that dribble was. Bro, he dribbled it and shit came right back to his eyebrow. Oh, man. You know what? I guess we're going to end the show with that one. Shout out to Mitch for that highlight, though. Like, I actually had to post that one. He got it off. Bro, he did it. <laughs> like, I guess we'll end the show with that one. Um, Sometime this week, I don't know when, we will be recording another episode of Past, Present, and Future. Maybe two. So, just keep an eye out on that. Usually, it's every Saturday for on schedule. If we're on schedule, it's every Saturday. But this is why you must follow us at Nick's Anonymous. Yeah, keep y'all posted on all that. But thank y'all for listening. We had a successful week this week, three and one. Grab it up. Yes, sir. Um, who do we have this week? We have the Timberwolves on Tuesday, which is tomorrow. Pelicans on Thursday, and a long rest until Sunday against the Clippers. Ooh, this is gonna be an interesting week. What do you predict? What do you predict this week? Two and one, three and zero. Oh, Say that one more time. Three, Timberwolves, Pelicans, Clippers. I see a two and one week. I see. I know we're gonna beat the Pelicans. We're gonna lose to either the Clippers or the Timberwolves. So I say two and one this week. Best case scenario, three and zero. Oh, yeah. You know what? I'm gonna say three and zero. Oh. I'm gonna put You're it. Gonna in go three and zero. Oh? Yep. Okay. Copy. I'm put it in the universe. Copy. I like that attitude. But I think the hardest game will Can be it? the Timberwolves. I think it'll be the Clippers. Think so? I think it's gonna the be the defense Wolves. is good. They're a good defense. Paul George is bugging out over there still, right? I'm not sure. I haven't really been paying attention to the Clippers lately, to be honest with you. Um, let That's going to be a tough guard. Let me see their injury. But list. fuck it. I, see, I say 3-0. I hope so. That would be sweet. Put that in the put that in the universe. Yeah, I put I put that. I put 3-0. No, actually, Paul George has been out. He's still out. He is still out. There's the, a chance, New York. And, and the Clippers are ninth in the West. So, yeah, we, and we beat the Mavericks. They're fifth in the West. So, look, seeding doesn't mean much, man. Let me tell you. Because yeah. even, the, even the Pistons can embarrass somebody right now. Well, let's see how we do this week. Um, Shout out to the Knicks Anonymous family. We love y'all for supporting. Love you guys, man. Um, I love that. We love that you guys are being so much more active. Facts, definitely. Um, merchandise will be coming soon. We know we've said that many times. <laughs> we need the website. We got to build up the website. Um, uh, What else? Uh, follow us on Instagram for anything else, to be honest. Um, happy MLK Day. Happy MLK Day. Keep the dream alive. Um, Be nice to somebody. Love each other. Do that, dude. Like It doesn't hurt. At least once a day. 
You don't have to do something nice. Say something nice. Listen, you don't have to necessarily. You don't even have to necessarily like everybody. Just don't don't hate. Yeah. You don't have to like him. Just don't hate him. Exactly. Like just exist. Just yeah. Just 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 forget that person's existence is even there. If you even feel that type of way. It all starts with you, my guys. You know, be nice to each other, and just yeah, that's it. Be nice to each other. Roll Go. one, light one. Do do what you must. Go Knicks. Let's go Knicks.